Is a Logan Webb extension still possible before opening day? Giants chairman Greg Johnson seems to believe that it is possible. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Giants, part of the Locked on Podcast Network where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik and on this show we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015 and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked on Giants your first listen Every day, we're free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube. Check us out there if you have not already, and hit that subscribe button if you are watching on YouTube, please. And coming up on today's show, we've got a lot to to get into as the regular season is just a couple of days away here. And uh, Andrew Baggerly in The Athletic had a really kind of insightful interview with Giants chairman Greg Johnson in which they touched on a number of topics including the possibility of a Logan Webb extension and the status of Farhan Zaidi's contract that has been a topic that you know a lot of us in the media have been asking about because uh, it's the end of what was initially reported as a five-year contract for Zaidi in 2023 and so what's the future there he addresses that as well and much more but I want to start with the Logan and also we'll talk about Sergio Romo making his final appearance last night uh, in the exhibition finale against the A's. But first, uh, Giants chairman Greg Johnson on the possibility of a Logan Webb extension. And so I'm going to read a lot of quotes here. And basically, they're talking about how they they really believe young players and like the farm system is going to be what turns this organization into a perennial contender and gets the fans excited again and gets people coming back to the ballpark again, which is, I agree with him. Uh, And he said, we think we've got those guys coming now. Logan Webb is a budding superstar and he's a person we hope will take on that, will take that leadership role with this team. And then Baggerly says, speaking of Webb, is it a high priority to figure out a multi-year contract with him as well, perhaps buying out a few years of free agency along with his last two years of arbitration? And Johnson replies, quote, it's a high priority, definitely. He's a local person and he has all the tools and mindset of someone we want to be in a Giants uniform for a long time. Baggerly says, does Johnson anticipate there's a decent likelihood that a web extension can happen very soon? And Johnson replies, quote, I hope so. I hope so. That's something we're working on. We're hopeful, end quote. And so that's breaking news here that the Giants are hoping to extend Logan Webb, quote, very soon. I mean, I assume that means prior to opening day. You do not often see extensions happen during the season, although it does happen. But a lot of times players will set a deadline of opening day because they, they want to focus on pitching. They don't want to go out there and worry about a contract in addition to having to go out there and w- worry about getting hitters out. And so they, you know, for Webb, he's got to worry about his start on Thursday. And today they're traveling to New York as a team. So I don't know exactly what the likelihood here is, but it does seem like they're trying to work something out. And so what I want to discuss briefly is like, what would a Logan's uh, Webb extension look like? And so Important to note that 
He's making uh, $4.5 million this season in his first year of arbitration eligibility, and then he has two more years of arbitration eligibility after 2023. So he's under contract through the 2025 season. And so at the very least, even if they don't work out an extension, you're, you know, the, the Giants can retain the rights to Logan Webb for three seasons counting this one. So it's not like he's about to reach free agency or anything, but he's 26 years old. So you got 26, 27 and 28. There's at least a couple more years there that you'd like to get. And that's the thing about an extension. We've talked at length at times. Some of you maybe didn't hear that conversation about the pros and cons and why would Logan Webb agree to an extension? And it's like, far more security for him because right now all he's guaranteed is his 2023 salary of four and a half million. If he gets hurt or he just completely falls off a cliff and starts to stink at pitching, the Giants don't have to bring him back. They have kind of the ability to bring him back every year if they want to for three years, but they don't have to. They don't owe him any money except for what they owe him this year. So by agreeing to an extension, I mean, he'd be getting a much larger guarantee 10 plus times what he's guaranteed now. And uh, in exchange, the Giants would be getting more years of control. They would be not just buying out the arbitration years, but like Baggerly says, buying out a, at least a couple years of free agency. And so I'm looking for comparisons. And in the league, recent comparisons this offseason, Christian Javier of the Houston Astros, also 26 years old, also was entering his first year of arbitration eligibility, also coming off a really good season. I mean, you can make a case that he's actually a better pitcher than Logan Webb. Uh, he had such a good breakout season last year with a crazy high strikeout rate. But, you know, last two seasons combined, he's made a lot of relief appearances, so that kind of skews things a little bit. But a 2.95 ERA in 250 innings. And for Logan Webb, a 2.96 ERA in 300, 340 innings. So almost identical ERAs. But again, pitching out of the bullpen some skews it a little bit in favor of Webb, who hasn't pitched out of the bullpen. He's been uh he's made one bullpen appearance in those two years and the rest were starts. But it's it's a it's about as good of a comp as we can get. And again, they're about the same age. And the extension that Javier got from the Houston Astros was for five years, $64 million. And that five years included year one this year. And so it, buy, it bought out the three arbitration years and then two free agent years. And the, the way it kind of was structured was $3.4 million this year, $7.4 million the following year, $10.4 million the following year. So those are the three arbitration years. Very normal for those to get progressively higher. That's how arbitration would have worked anyway. And then the two free agent years each bought out for $21.4 million. So two years, you know, $42.8 million for those two free agent years. And then another comp would be Sandy Alcantara. And you might think, what? This guy just won the Cy Young Award. It's not exactly a comp. But Alcantara agreed to his extension prior to last season when he won the Cy Young Award. And he was coming off a year in which he, the last two seasons, I mean, in 2020, it was the short COVID year, but in 2020 and 2021, 40 starts, 247 innings, 3.16 ERA, similar type of pitcher to Logan Webb in that really high ground ball rate, not necessarily a strikeout guy. It's another good comp. And he signed his extension around the same age, around 26 years old, and uh, in the same point in his career in terms of where he was in arbitration and 
how far he was from free agency, and it was five years and $56 million, but with a club option for a uh, sixth year. And so overall, we're looking at roughly five years, roughly $60 million, and maybe you tack on a club option. I think that the Giants would like to have some club options on Logan Webb. But these two pitchers, again, roughly five years counting this year. So you're getting at least two extra years tacked on after those three arbitration years, and then maybe a club option for a third is kind of what I see. And so to me, it seems like you should be able to get this done from both perspectives. Like if Logan Webb is asking for a ton more than these two, it doesn't really, he doesn't really have a lot of ground to stand on given the, uh, you know, the recent comparisons, basically the comparable players in comparable situations. And for the Giants, they don't, they can't offer like significantly less either. And so I think something around five years, 60 million ish should get it done. And I would love to see it. So coming up in just a minute, we're going to turn our attention to the Far- Farhan Zaidi conversation. And there's a lot of really compelling quotes in here by Greg Johnson about the direction of the team and what they think Farhan Zaidi has done and why they stand behind him firmly. So we'll get into it in just a minute. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. I have used this as a potential employee, and it's great for me too. It's great for the business, and it's great for me because I'm able to prove that my skills translate to the position, and I'm able to do that without having to go through. I think we've all been through the process of a kind of unfortunately tedious job application process and LinkedIn jobs streamlines it a hundred percent. So you've got to check it out. And LinkedIn jobs, it just helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right, here we go. I want to Switch gears a little bit. I mean, that Logan Webb extension, not news, but these comments by Greg Johnson, certainly interesting. And I hope I did a good job kind of explaining some recent precedent for what an extension would look like. But so that's something to very much be on the lookout for the next couple days here. Uh, We've heard, you know, the Guardians have made a major extension today with Andres Jimenez. And apparently they, they're working on extensions with like five other guys. And so it's definitely something to look out for. And I should probably be refreshing Twitter as I'm recording this because of these comments by Johnson. But on Farhan Zaidi's status, this is a big deal because, uh, you know, who's leading the team from a decision-making standpoint in terms of the players they acquire and all that is a big deal. And for Zaidi, you know, he signed this five-year deal when he was first hired prior to the 2019 season in late 2018. And that would make this year the last year. And so the media has been asking Johnson and and others like Larry Bear and even Farhan Zaidi himself, what is the status of your contract moving forward? And, and they always just have declined comment. And so it was like they've expressed 
that they don't think Zaidi's going anywhere, but they don't, they haven't commented on was there an extension that was worked out. And so finally, some clarity. Johnson says, quote, I'll put this one to bed as much as I can. In fairness to Farhan, our policy is not to talk about contracts until things are done. But I can tell you that he is 100% here through the end of next season. We do have an option. If we don't extend him in the near future on a longer term basis, which is what we plan to do, at the very least, he'd be here through the end of 2024, end quote. And so this is the news. Breaking news, courtesy again. This is all Andrew Baggerly in The Athletic. This interview is great, and I encourage you to check it out. Uh, the Giants had a club option all along on Farhan Zaidi, and uh, there's no he doesn't have to achieve anything in particular for the option to become an option or like for it to vest or whatever. He just has to, the giants just simply have the right to say, we want you for one more year. And Johnson is saying a hundred percent, they're going to pick that up. And so this is not the final year of the contract. They they're going to exercise their club option and he's going to be here for at least through 2024. And he also says, if we don't extend him in the near future, which is what we plan to do. So they are trying to agree to a longer term deal with Farhan Zaidi. And frankly, to interject my opinion on this, I think it's 100% the right thing. I, I believe that, and if you read in this interview, there's more than I can even get into about basically how they really believe that the future of the organization and the health of the organization is going to kind of stem from being better at kind of producing homegrown talent. And let's not forget they've done it with some guys. And that's how the that's how Johnson like segued into talking about Logan Webb. Let's also not forget about Camilo Duval, who has been a great success, kind of homegrown success story. And my goodness, he looks so nasty right now and is primed for a huge season. But you've got guys like Kyle Harrison coming and Casey Schmidt and Marco Luciano and Luis Matos and Brett Auerbach and on and on, like people are kind of down on the giant system. And I have been on record saying this for months that I think you're down. If you're down on the system now, first of all, you're just overemphasizing what some kind of person says about the system. Last year, some people, a lot of people had the Giants top 10, some had them top five. And then they had a down year for a lot of key guys. And then now they're like ranked 15th to 20th or so in their farm system. But a good year for these guys coming back and all of a sudden you'll see them go into top 10s again. And so I, I, I personally just don't think – I do believe in the talent that's coming. And, and the thing is a lot of these guys are finally close to the major leagues. And for the longest time, you know, it's they're just years out. And so anyway, Johnson was saying that Zaidi has kind of had to patch together teams that were – attempting to be competitive while at the same time you're just like plugging holes and he says you know johnson said we've we had to do deals that were maybe riskier than we would have liked and that's some of these perhaps you know like i don't know exactly what he's referring to but i would imagine like a carlos rodan there's some risk like they they're seemingly the only team that's willing to give them this like second year guarantee uh, and that's how the Giants end up with them. So it's like they're saying they'd rather not take on the risk with these guys who by nature are kind of risky. And that's why they're available on these types of contracts. Michael Conforto, kind of same thing. A lot of teams want to give them just a one year prove it deal. But the Giants guaranteeing two years, like if Conforto struggles or if he gets hurt, they're on the hook for next year, too. But if he's good, he can opt out. And so Johnson's saying maybe a little more risk than we would like with some of these deals and maybe more opt outs. 
than we would like, but they're just kind of doing it in the short term to patch some holes while they wait for kind of homegrown star talent to emerge. And of course, they did make efforts to also sign star talent this offseason. So it's not like they're unwilling to sign the big guys. They they literally had agreed to terms with Carlos Correa on a $350 million contract. And there was just a, fl- a fluke thing that happened there with the ankle. But uh so anyway, they're very pleased with the job that Farhan Zaidi has done. And I, I kind of second that. I think that it's, it's been a long process, but things are going to turn soon when they start, when they actually start to, you know, debut some of these guys who have a lot of potential and they really believe in. And also Johnson pointed out that Zaidi's track record with the free agents that he has signed has been really good. And, and that's true. I mean, that I should really look at. For the longest time, there was like this running joke about the Colorado Rockies. And if you look at all the money that they had spent in free agency and the production that they had gotten from those free agents, they had spent like hundreds of millions of dollars and gotten like minus one win above replacement. Just horrible track record of free agent signings and results. But with the Giants and with guys like Gosman, DiSclafani and Wood initially, not last year so much, Junis, Rodon... Uh, Wilmer Flores, not Tommy Lastella, but just like you're not going to win on all of them. But if we were to look at all the guys they've signed to like major league contracts, I'm not talking about waiver claims and all that. They have gotten really good bang for their buck and just had a lot of success with a lot of guys, probably more so than almost any team, I would venture to say. And so I don't have that data, but Johnson cited it. He said, if you look at the, you know, wins above replacement numbers for, on the free agents that he's brought in, it's really impressive and really hard to do. And I agree. It, you know, it just comes to mind, like Nick Castellano signs a hundred million dollar deal with the Phillies last year and was a disaster. I mean, it's like a Tommy LaStella type result, but a hundred million dollar contract. Imagine that for LaStella, it was like $6 million a year, just way smaller of a deal. And so it's less risk. But anyway, so I think that Zaidi has done overall a good job and that things are going to change soon in terms of getting younger and that he deserves to see that through. And also like it takes time for your draft picks because, you know, they've certainly had some first round failures so far, but they've also had some successes and some really intriguing guys coming up who they drafted. And you, I think he deserves a chance to see those guys through and let's see how those guys perform in the major leagues. And I'm hopeful. I really am. And you look at like their ability to kind of get the most out of guys and pitchers like, so yeah, I'm hopeful. And I think that it's like obvious you don't want to he's put in all this work to kind of replenish the system. And and again, I think if you're really down on the system, you're probably just kind of reading into farm system rankings a little bit too much and reading into the current rankings and not looking at the big picture and how guys, if they rebound like they expect to do, then they'll go right back up. And again, yeah, I mean, like winning 107 games while being like transitioning on the fly certainly deserving of an extension to me, at least for the 2024 season, in my opinion. You can disagree, that's fine, but this is my show. (laughs) So I'm going to say what I think. Uh, Anyway, coming up in just a minute, Sergio Romo. He makes his final appearance of his career last night, Giants versus A's. Giants get crushed by the Oakland A's in this final exhibition game before the regular season starts on Thursday. So we'll get into it in just a minute. 
But before we do, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. The Built March Madness bracket is here, and we know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now's the time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. I'll be voting for Cookie Dough, and if you want the Giants to win, you'll be voting for that bar too. Support your team, support your bar or puff, and when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, this is the key, you will be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked-on listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one lucky locked-on fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. If you haven't tried a Built Bar yet, I promise you, if you ask 30 different locked-on hosts what their favorite flavor is, you might get 30 different answers because they're all delicious and featuring candy bar taste with a healthy profile, tons of protein, low in sugar, low in calories. It's just a perfect combination. So run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March, so hop in and support your pick. All right, as promised, a little bit about Sergio Romo, just kind of tipping my hat as he leaves the door. I cannot believe this guy is 40 years old. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. He does not look any older, really, than he did when he left the Giants. So Romo, 40 years old, makes his final appearance uh, of his career last night, coming in out of the bullpen for the Giants, seventh inning, and he didn't get an out. (laughs) He got two pitch clock violations called on him before he even threw a pitch so he threw two balls and walked a batter because of the two violations and then he gave up a hit to right field and then he gave up like a bloop hit to left and they really threw the guy out at second base it was a force out it was just like bad base running and bad umpiring I have no idea why they called him safe it looked like he was clearly out but he was called safe and then Hunter Pence goes out to the mound and takes out Romo. So I don't know if the plan was just to face three hitters. I really would have liked to see him keep pitching. Like, or maybe, you know, because he has not, he said he hasn't thrown like all winter. And so you don't want to injure yourself out there. Pretty impressive stuff, given that he hadn't thrown all winter, basically. Obviously, he joined Giants camp like a couple weeks ago or a week or so ago. So he's had a little time to build up, but just slider, slider, slider. Threw strikes for the most part. And didn't get an out, but really did at second base. Man, what? What? why is he safe? I don't understand. But anyway, walks off the mound. Hunter Pence gives him a hug and uh, tips his cap, goes into the dugout, hugs everybody, and then comes back out and is teared up and gives Gabe Kapler like a huge hug. I, I don't know what the nature of their relationship is. It's interesting because Romo never played for Kapler, but it looks like they got close over the brief time that Romo was in Giants camp. And so, you know, we talked about Romo. And his whole career and his legacy when it was announced that he was doing this. But, you know, just once again, he was just such a great reliever. I mean, if you just look at, if you're just going based on numbers, I mean, in his Giants career, he had a 2.58 ERA, was about 30% better than average at run prevention, uh, adjusted for the park. A really nice near 30% strikeout rate in his Giants career, just a really low walk rate. And just a magical slider. And he rode that pitch to a really long career, Uh, has been in the league for like 15. He's got over 13 years of service time and closed out a World Series game with a gutsy fastball to Miguel Cabrera, sweep of the Tigers. I think he struck out the side in that ninth inning. So, and just 
And like an undersized guy too, five foot eleven. It says maybe that's a little bit of a stretch. One hundred eighty-five. It says, but just skinny, not that, not that big. Kind of like Lincecum esque. Not that I mean, Lincecum was a power pitcher in a small person's frame, but Romo just like power results, but in like just a slider happy, just one of the best pitches ever. Really, I mean, that slider was just so so effective for so long, and guys just couldn't hit it. And so congratulations to Sergio Romo. Well-deserved. He like internally doubts that he deserved this type of send-off, but of course he did. And I'm glad it happened. I, I think it was a cool thing for the Giants to do and, and well-deserved. And they didn't, you know, it wasn't like a real game. So they didn't have to use up a 40-man spot and like bump somebody else off just for this. But at the same time, it's great that they have these exhibition games in the Bay Area before the season and it presented the opportunity to do this. And also there were a lot of people in the stands. It was like 30,000 plus. And so good job, Giants. Good job, fans showing up. And then bad job, umpires, for kind of spoiling the moment a little bit with the pitch clock violation. Although I understand like they're not allowed to just not enforce the pitch clock. I'm sure that they're required to do that. Uh, but the call at second base, I don't know what the heck was up with that. But anyway, tip of the cap to Romo. Uh, congratulations on a long, successful career. He's not a Hall of Famer or anything like that, but just one of the more popular and effective relievers in Giants history and and has three World Series rings to show for it. He was a big part of all three of those bullpens uh, in those World Series winning years. So anyway, that is all the time we have for today. Thanks again for making Locked On Giants your first listen. Now for your second listen, check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Also, by the way, get ready for baseball season with Locked On MLB's ultimate six-episode season preview. Our local and national experts give in-depth analysis of every team and division in a way that only Locked On can provide. Find all six episodes on Locked On MLB on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. I am featured on this, and we talk about the Giants and their offseason and their outlook for 2023, so be on the lookout for that. I think some of it's going to get posted to this account tomorrow as well, but also check out Locked On MLB. Anyway, once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on Twitter at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like the show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. Helps me out a lot, so thanks in advance. And thank you to everyone who's done so already. Can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. You are now Locked on Giants.